The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We got only us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only going to be us. Y'all need to know that. We come in here to fight every week. Let's go, bus. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in live UC Health Training Center. Thanks for being with us. It's going down. There's players all over the field right now. They're getting work in. Nothing's kind of officially started. Some guys doing a little bit of drill stuff. Some special teams worked up. You know, the punt team guys are out here. Got some linemen guys. Got some guys catching the balls with one hand on the jugs machine. Uh, Sierra just walked by. Um, all the guys had to go change their shorts. And um, she was with, look like, a couple of kids. Uh, looks like they're kids. I don't know if it was looked with girls. A couple of girls. They have one daughter and one. Two daughters? And one's in its own future from the future? I'm not sure. I got to double check my research on that kind of stuff. But she just kind of walked by. We're expecting to kind of see her. She's out there right now just kind of hanging out. And no one's really allowed to be. But it's Sierra. So it's like, I don't who, Who's going to tell Sierra no that she can't be at a certain spot over there? Um... You know what I mean? Because for one, she's got security guards who will rush you. And two, her beauty will turn you to stone if you look Sierra directly in the eyes. Uh, I don't see Russell yet. Uh, oh, let me see. Oh, hold on. It's hard to see now. There's guys everywhere. Um, it's cool, man. Everyone looks like they're crowded over to see the players walk out from the locker room you know like it's the red carpet and uh it, it, it's going down it, it, it it's here the start of the 2022 season is absolutely officially here russell wilson running onto the field full uniform see i'm not good at the snapchat stuff i should be like snapping all of this ah he's right here mr unlimited in the house. Let me see Russell here. Hey, Russell. I'm going to get Russell's first rep officially as a Denver Bronco ever right here. Dempsey, what a stud. Okay, I'm seeing right here. He's doing a couple drills right here. Got some footwork stuff he's doing here. Lining up. Getting a little stretch on. Trying to get comfortable here. Took a little arm leg band thing off he was doing. He's now jogging. Russell's doing a little jogger right here. Okay, no big deal. Looking good. And uh, it's everything we thought it would be. I don't know if I'm supposed to be recording this stuff. I don't want to get in trouble. Am I getting in trouble for this stuff? Uh, uh-oh. They're cheering for a... Oh, he runs right over to the crowd right away. Russell Wilson right away goes over to the crowd. And he's running down the side on the front row trying to fire people up. Wow, that's awesome, man. Pretty smart, man. This guy is so freaking thoughtful. I mean, whether if it's an act, it's a pretty freaking good act. I'll tell you that. If the guy's fake, well, he's got the right people handling him, you know, because look at this. He's going all the way down. He's high-fiving people, running all the way down the front row. Those people who got here early, those freaking people who camped out and got here early to be on the front row, just got a high five from us from Russell Wilson. So way to make it worth it for all those people. I mean, for real, people are like laughing at people like, oh, you're camping out. What are you doing here? You know, you could have got here a little bit later and still got a good spot. Well, Russell Wilson just gave these freaking people a high five. Imagine that all the way down. 
damn Russell Wilson. Take that for data. This guy's he's it, man. Take that he's for totally data. It. This guy's totally he's running out. Uh oh, towards Sierra. I gotta see this here. He's running towards Sierra for a little thing right here. He's uh, got the kids. This is like a kiss from Sierra. Okay. Can we get to work now, do you think, a little bit here? At what point do we got to get to work here, do you think? No? At what point? No? I mean, I'm not one of those guys. He can go on all the trips he wants to. None of that matters to me because he's putting the work in, and I believe it. I absolutely believe it. But it's like, you know, he's running around here kind of like he owns the place. I don't have a problem with that. Quarterback is different. The quarterback is different than every other guy, and he's going to prove himself worthy, and he's going to get that extra work in, and he's going to have the respect of everybody if he doesn't already, okay? This guy gets it. He is calculated in all the right ways. If that bothers you, well, then that's kind of a you problem. If you don't like a guy that's, you know, maybe a little bit too polished, well, then maybe you better polish up yourself. This guy's it. Don't be a hater. You know what I mean? Hearing a lot of haters on Russell Wilson out there, and I don't like it, you know? So Brandon Cristal is kind of a ledge. He's kind of a legend in these this game right now, you know. I mean, he's just a, he's just a what old guy, but he's he's been doing it a long time too. He's been doing it as long as I've been doing it, and he's you know, his kids are getting old and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah, I just had to stick up for Russell Wilson. I'm tired of people talking bad about him, dogging him for what? I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, he is right here. Russell Wilson's about forty feet from us. Getting working, running some, um, I don't know, man, running some drills and uh, doing a little footwork stuff with the other quarterbacks. Uh, Brett Rippin, Jai, let's see, who's is that Kendall Hinton? Who's 11? Let me check my little sheet here. Let me check my little sheet. Oh, Josh Johnson, 11. Dang, he looks kind of like this. You know, he ain't thick like Russell, that's for sure. Josh Johnson's been in this league forever, though. He knows what's up. Um, okay. It is 10.07 a.m. We're live from UC Health Training Center. I mean, it's it's tough, man. I mean, Russell Wilson is absolutely uh, right here in front of us getting that work in, and uh, it's cool. It's cool to be a part of it. Um, let's do some text here, Danny Bailey. Do you got a handful of texts for me? Give me a few of those, please. Absolutely. We'll start it right off uh, since you were talking about Sierra a little bit. That got our guy uh, Noit to uh, chime in. He said, tell Sierra I'm into married women with kids. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a pretty good one. Uh, what else? Another one, uh, Danny, Lamar Odom's Donuts? <laughs> uh, Delonte West, better have my donuts. Uh, ooh, Russell. That was a nice looking ball. It's a nice player right here. I'm looking at a pretty nice player right here. Give me one, one or two more if you got them. Yeah, a couple from F. Lewis. Uh, first one, he said, can you get your BFF Sanders to co-host a show with you or Mark Jackson? And then dot, 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 that's what an AP reporter would do. Oh, that's hurtful. Uh, for one, those guys want thousands of dollars to even like talk to. They're like, yeah, we're going to talk to you. But we're going to bill you as if we're a lawyer or something. And you're like, what? What's happening here? Now it's kind of like it's like that, kind of not like that. Mark's it's been Mark's way overdue, and we've been working on a manual for a little while. But man, man's like an agent, and he's like trying to, you know, NFL Network wants him. It's like the biggest. He's he's big, 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 big time. 
So I, you got to wait for the right time. I got to wait for the right time to try to get a manual in the studio to hang out with us. But he's down. You know, he says he's down, but you got to, it's got to be the right time. You know, the, now the season is here. Now that it matters. Um, he's good too, man. Manuel's really good. If you, if you saw my NFL network, he kills. He freaking kills. He does a good job. Dang, Russell. Nice throw, Russ. He can kind of hear me, I think. It's a nice touch on that one, Russell. Damn, I love this guy. Sorry. <laughs> Broncos worker dude's like, hey, be careful. Be careful with how much love you're giving. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Now, because you're not like, you can't like wear Bronco stuff. Like Gil got all these years ago, Gil almost got kicked out of the press box because he was wearing Bronco stuff and cheering. I mean, you know, how funny is that? You, know, you, can't, you, can't, you really can't make that stuff up. So, you know, we got, uh, okay, Russell. Oh, and that's nice. Look at that. Wow. Nice cadence, Russ. Dang, this guy's good. All right. Let's see now. Oh, nice. I like a guy who knows all eyes are on him and he wants to deliver. He's a performer. I know what that kind of stuff feels like. To be the best. To be people wanting you and uh, to be, you know, be a part of what you got going on. You know, it's tough. Danny Bailey, it's tough for guys like us. You know what I mean? You feel me? I don't know what you mean, but I understand oh. the sentiment. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get you up to speed here. Damn, I want one of those Russell hats. One of those Russell... How do I give me one of those Russell Wilson hats? I want one of those hats. That's the one's... Ooh, he's like not... He's been told not to, like, interact with me. That's, like, a security guy who is former, like, optical combat warrior for the United States government on special missions only now working for Sierra and Russell. He like didn't even acknowledge me. He was like one of those um, guys in England who stands out in front of where the queen lives. What do they call Danny Bailey? That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, yeah, I mean, they got like, they don't have it on their chin. The thing they have it like a weird spot on their chin, the hat, the funny hat they have. I don't know what you call it. I really don't. They're called, uh, I guess we'll do it with me. Never, Never know. know. Um, I'm seeing it's, I'm seeing it's the queen's guards. The queen's guards. They're wow. Not, not allowed to move. The I thought queen's it was something different. I, th I think if you mess with them to a certain point, they hit, punch you in the face. They hit you. Well, yeah, because, or, you know, a man can only take so much. Oh, for sure. Have a little respect for the queen. You know what I mean? Um, okay, it's 10, 11 a.m. live from UC Health Training Center. Tell me, Danny Bailey, when you'd like to go to break. I can't really hear the music all that good. Please don't stop the music. music. I, a little bit I can, but you tell me, we'll just be like, we're ready to go. Then we're going to do it, and that's it. But, like, it's happening, man. Everybody who's anybody is here. Eric Goodman's looking for his next co-host. Of course, Eric Goodman's recruiting the entire Denver media going up and down. I saw him hit, hit Nick Ferguson. He's talking to Nate Jackson, seeing if, what Nate's going to do if you don't get the full-time gang in the fan. You know what I mean? That guy is, he is a put work in at all times, uh, no matter where he's at. That Eric Goodman is ruthless. He's a savage. Smells a bit like cigarettes. Okay, so let's get out of here. Come back. Any questions, anything, you know, comments, concerns, hit us in the text line. Can't really take calls today. Sorry, Chuck Nasty. You know, sorry, Jerry. 
Sorry, Ray Ray. And stuff. Um, Danny Williams and Danny Bailey live from Dove Valley, UC Health Training Center, back on the other side. It's Smiley Sports. The girlies rubbing up in the dark. I was smooth till someone pulled the gun. It was over. They spoiled my fun. I was flying just like a track star dying. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We are back. We're live from UC Health Training Center. It's happening. Training camp is now in full swing. I know about 30 minutes ago, nothing was really happening. Now it looks like everybody's getting some work What do you mean nothing was happening? Sierra's here. Well, you're right. That now, mean, now everything is happening, right? Like everything is here now. <laughs> um, is... Is it corny if they play my goodies? Not at all. I would think it'd be wondering. very appropriate to maybe play several of her. A little hits. love, sex, magic. With Whoa! Look at you. You got the whole cat. You're like Irv. You have all her albums, right? Oh, I got. I have. <laughs> I have them all. That's pretty funny. That's the voice of the great Nate Lundy. Uh, I was bored. I figured I'd come say hi. I needed a little bit of help. I needed a little bit of, um, you know, someone. I was. I, I got caught up in Sierra. I think we had dead air for about thirty or forty seconds there. Someone had to come wipe well, the. Look, I, I look, I get it. I mean, she's uh, she's talented and she's beautiful. She and is. And so, you know, I, I, I kind of understand. I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Are you uh, are, are, are and you may have talked about this because I was wandering around. I, I kind of got lost for a minute <laughs> and then I made my way back uh, to the tent. Uh, did you talk about the disappointment in the crowd? Um, do you know, I was talking to Andrew Mason. We were talking to Mason off air about it, but I'm a little disappointed. I got to be honest with you. Denver, you got um, a, a, a brand new Super Bowl winning quarterback like yeah. when Peyton was here. Danny, when Peyton was here, the first day of practice and the first couple of days of practice, it was the one in one out idea. It was like, oh yeah, it was, it was like, like standing a, room only. Oh yeah, it was like a, it, it was like a club when the when, bouncer looking you up and down at the Lodo club. Were, yeah, well, it was like the club in Lodo when before the clubs in Lodo were trying to kill you. Um, <laughs> like you know, it was one in one out, man. You don't, yeah. you know, you don't, you don't mess around with. That I have kind of two stuff. thoughts on that. I think one thought is is a little bit like those who are going out downtown on New Year's Eve. I think that the pros. Um, the pros don't come on the first day of camp because of the extra crowd and the people who are just kind of there for the opening kind of day. So, I see. So th- there's that train of thought a little bit, and the crowds will actually grow. I think some of like the regulars over the next few days, um, you know, the numbers will be better than today. That's you know, that's a tough kind of a, a gamble to say because you would think these numbers would be. Sm- but also, it goes to I think a little bit of like we said. Well, you know, to the Tim Tebow camps were quite unique too, and it wasn't the same yep. setup, but the numbers were. You know, um, bonkers and Peyton Manning. Um, he, he's a godlike figure. You know. Um, oh, he is. He is. So, part, of what, part of when I got lost a minute ago, I was talking to a guy down towards the the family tent. Um, uh, and no, for the record, I was not stalking Sierra when I did that. <laughs> but I was down there. Yeah, I, right. I, uh, uh, I met a guy named Tom just a second ago. He's one of the guests of Coach Hackett, and um, he he's actually a Tennessee volunteer. He's yeah. a Tennessee grad, and we were talking about Peyton. And we talked about how in in that territory he hovers right between royalty and God. Yeah, there's like a there's a level right there in between, and that's Peyton. Yeah, they say on the Sandlot, you know, Babe Ruth was less than a god, but more than a man. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I think there's something something to that. And then I actually think you know it's it's a lot of people have been kind of hammering Russell Wilson a little bit lately. But he's doing too much. He's too much of a star. Too much social media. Too many trips. That stuff doesn't bother me at all. It really doesn't bother me at all. But I think a little bit has to do with the two guys we mentioned in Tebow 
and, yeah. and Peyton Manning. Those are two like such unique figures in the history of the NFL. One, the greatness of uh, of Peyton. Two, the you know the you love him or you kind of hate him or you know or you love to hate him kind of stuff with with Tim Tebow being so polarizing. Is Russell Wilson Nate one less? You know, leveled down of a star, and that's a little bit why I think these maybe crowds. I, I think that could be a little bit of it. Because remember this: anybody that wants to complain about what Russell is is doing with his free time and all of that, can yeah. I remind you how many uh, commercials Peyton was in when he was playing? Sure. I mean, knock it off, people. Oh, um, no doubt about you know, it. The guy hosted Saturday Night Live for crying out loud while he was playing. So yeah, don't don't give me Do any know, don't I, give me any of that. I, I, I don't I don't believe that. There's a little bit of the. Um, tabloid stuff that comes into play where it's like, okay, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, I'm tired of seeing you kissing well, and on trips everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, you is know, there a little bit of that that's just, Peyton you know, wasn't married to a Grammy nominated no. um, singer, you know, I mean, no, I, yeah. I get, I kind of get that, but I, I think Russell's a little bit behind it, but I think part of it, Danny, is his, you know, running around, doing different things, making these appearances, going to Monaco, uh, all of those kinds of things, going to the Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, you know, Peyton did the same side of, kind of thing, but Peyton did it by, you know, going and doing commercials for DirecTV yeah. and, and for, for different brands. Sure. You know, I mean, he was, you know, cut it is different. Meat. It I mean, is he was, different. You know, he was doing I, all that. I just think it's got to a point a little bit that, you know, some of the, you know, um, things we're seeing, it just rubs the average Joe American, you know, guy, family the wrong way. And that's okay. But I think there's a little haterism, too, that. I'm do you sorry. think there's do you, Danny's choking? Let's give him a moment. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. I'm sorry, with Sierra, I was choking. Um, but do you uh, do you think some of it is? I mean, look, he obviously had very good success very early on, um, very quickly. Yes, it's been a little bit of a lull. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Through no fault of his own, the, yeah. the the roster in Seattle was not the same. Do yes. you think there are some people that, to a certain extent, are wanting to see what happens here? Okay, we're shaking the etch a sketch, right? We're yeah. starting a new drawing. Is it as good as the first one? Interesting. Well, I think a little bit that I'm going to try to answer the two different questions there. One, the, you know, why does Russell Wilson do this kind of stuff? Well, one is you just mentioned his his wife is like a when you have like a single name like a Madonna or a Beyonce or a Adele or a Sierra. I mean, that's kind of it's on another level. I think a global kind of no matter what oh, you yeah. think if she was a superstar 10 years ago or whatever it was. She's a she's a super duper Shakira like star. OK, but I think that Russell Wilson had all that fame early and all the success early and he kind of just went with it you know the 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 success created the you know the the brand whatever that brand might have been at the time but then in that same kind of you know um after he has the ghost of those two super bowls and wins one you know um Peyton wins another one tom brady wins another one aaron Rodgers becomes kind of a you know a two or three time mvp and he fell through the cracks, Russell Wilson. And then on top of that, there's this new era of the Mahomeses and Allens and all these guys who, in terms of clout, have kind of just passed Russell yeah. Wilson but, by. But I'll also and say, Russell doesn't care for that. And I get I'll it. I'll also say, as good as Mahomes is, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him, how many flipping commercials is that guy yeah, in? Yeah, that's true. I think true. that's part of it. Sure. It's like you see Russ on social media – you don't see Russ. Interesting. You're right. everything from State Farm. Yeah, you're right. Like 
Peyton, you know, Peyton did that. Peyton yeah. hawked all kinds of stuff and more power to him, right? I mean, yeah. if he's ever going to be a part of an ownership group, that's the money that's going to do it. It's not going to be the money he made as a player. Yeah. It's going to be the money that he made off of those people. No doubt um, about it. But like, again, I keep, I just come back to it. Mahomes is in the state farm ads, which, you know, you can't watch a sporting event without mm-hmm. seeing either him or, or CP3 <laughs> or, or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, so I just, I think for me, I think that's the differentiation, at least me. for me. I think it's a difference between doing commercials or, hey, I'm on vacation well, with my family. Well, if he was a young guy like Kyler Murray wearing his contract, you're begging him to do four hours a week of film oh, study, and he doesn't have that kind of reputation, then that's the cause for concern. But I don't think there's a harder worker than Russell Wilson. I, I really don't think there's a hard – there might be someone who works as hard. Okay, I agree. But you can do, you know, you can vacation with your family and still do work. You can, you know, you can still bring your laptop to, you know, Cancun. They got Wi-Fi at the Rio Cancun, you know, um, and you can get some work in there. So Russell Wilson's yeah. making a point too. We know that he has seven or eight people who travel with him. Nate Kreckman slowly turned into kind of like a legendary figure around here. I know. Just it's, it's looking it's good. The, it's look. I'm the second. I'm Nate 2.0 in this town. <laughs> no, you're um, you're 1.0. That is, that is 1.0. That is <laughs> that is the founding. Well, well. Now hold on. No, yeah. no, no, no. I stand corrected. Two tenths over from us is, is Nate, Nate Jackson. Jackson. Okay. Nate Jackson. Nate yeah. Jackson's okay. one point <laughs> Nate Kreckman is two point I am like three point <laughs> and I'm like yeah. Three I, means the newest model though. Well, version. no, but but I'm like a I'm like a later version that EA Sports is going to have to issue like a patch for. Yeah. Uh, because you know I'm running down the field and all of a sudden like there's a glitch and I don't have legs. Mile High Sports back in the day used to be in Larimer Square in the basement downtown somewhere behind a brick wall that you can walk by and see Gil and whoever else was on. Was it connected to one of the tunnels in the system? Like, I mean, did you get to the governor's mansion? It was mansion? super weird. Okay. But the first guy who ever put me on radio, you know, this was over 15 years ago, was Nate Crackman, who was, you know, um, oh, so, I, I think so, running so I a board. him. Okay, good to know. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Running a board for Gil or somebody, you know, getting yelled at by Gil. But, yeah, you know, Nate, Nate, who was, you know, seemed like a guy from out of town like any of these guys now, has been in this kind of game forever. So, you know, it's a lot of good dudes. Can we, uh, should we, should we, uh, I, I like, I like telling bad stories about the media every now and then. Too. <laughs> me too. Should we do one this morning? Yes, let's okay, do it. So here was my favorite part of the morning. We were talking about social media with Russ and Sierra just a second ago, right? Yeah. So here's my favorite part of the morning. So there's a there's a particular door within the training center that the players come out of. Yeah. Okay? It's where they come out of the of the locker room area, all that. Okay? Yeah. So there's a door that they come out. So the media always lines up. Mm-hmm. But you know what it is? Like if you go onto Twitter right now, you go onto Instagram, all it is is everybody trying to jockey to post a picture of like Cortland Sutton yes. walking out. And I'm like do I do I really need to see this? <laughs> well, you, can... you know that I actually mute Twitter, Danny, whenever there is. This is true. I actually mute Twitter notifications and everything whenever there is a Broncos press conference mm. because I do not need 22 people, all 22 Janos. I don't need 22 <laughs> people telling me the same thing over, over and, and over. over again. Like, like Benjamin, is, Benjamin Albright and Ryan Edwards are standing right next to each other right now. Yes. And... and those They're tweeting out word guys, for word. What's oh, though, those two guys, when Hackett speaks this afternoon, when Hackett speaks after practice, Look, those two guys will tweet the exact same thing, even though they're standing right next to each other. Yes, verbatim. I don't and know how they so do it. I'm not on that Twitter, fast. Like, I'm, you know, I'm on Twitter for I, I'm on Twitter for a couple of reasons. Um, I'm, I'm on there to watch Vic Lombardi argue with with random strangers. Yeah. 
Um, I'm on there for uh, uh, Stokely every now and then during the Avs playoff run would just all of a sudden get pissed off about something. It was spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. All of a sudden, Stoke would be like, even I know that's a penalty. And I was like, do you, Stoke? Do yeah. You know it's oh, a I love Stoke on Twitter because he st- says things in phrases in a certain manner to leave it where people want to attack. I don't think he does it on purpose. And uh, well, I think he regrets it later. And I also uh, it's fine. I frequently want to be like Stoke. Uh, Peyton's right there. Just give Peyton your phone and let Peyton tweet for you. OK, <laughs> yeah, um, that's so I'm on, I'm on Twitter for those kinds of things, but I'm definitely not on Twitter to have every member of the media tweet the same quote six times. <laughs> me too. That stuff drives um, me kind of crazy. In five seconds. I, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. It's like, there super are certain tough. media members in this town that I have muted. Um, I, I mean, like, we, like, fully, like, I don't block anybody. I just yeah. mute them because then I know, but they don't. We have one rule in the show everybody love everybody, but also, like, I hate you when you're doing that, and I'm oh, sorry about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I, I'll, I'll love you again when the press is over. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just like I can't. You know, I can't tolerate. Yeah. It's like you had a bad day at work. Like, I don't want to talk to you when you get home. Like, like, let me, let me, um, let, let's talk tomorrow when you're feeling better. That kind of thing. There used to be you know, the cafeterias down there. I don't know what's changed over the all years, but like 15 years ago, when like you're a young punk reporter, and you're like the last one hanging out, and you're trying to like figure out, okay, I'm gonna, trans- yeah, I'm gonna tra- transcribe this. You do some of this. All the reporters kind of figure yeah, out. Yeah, we'll you actually try together. to coordinate. Yes, your coverage. yes. You used to be able to sneak in for popsicles. I bet you that was about 15 years ago. You were stealing popsicles from the Broncos cafeteria? Back then, there was no – it was not the same. Look, the only thing I'm bitching about this morning is that they don't have coffee. <laughs> I, like, legit. Uh, that is the only thing I'm complaining about right now. Really? They didn't have anything for – No, because I'm used to there being coffee in the media room, and they don't have that now. Yeah. At this point, I thought they'd be so like a barista here or something like that for everybody. Right? They At should. At this point? Oh, I mean, dude. this is the Denver Broncos. Hey, you know This is the Walton Danny, you know what's Danny, you know what's better than a million-dollar idea? Billion dollar, billion dollar idea. idea. And you just had it. That was it. <laughs> we need a damn barista well, out here. Well, I you see. Know I'm better money? with somebody when we can talk know, but these think about kind this, of. Think about this with the media. Think about this with guys like, like you know, I'm looking over there, like you know, a guy like Tyler Columbus, man. You know that guy yeah. throws down the caffeine. Oh my god. Like you could, you could legit probably charge like ten dollars, oh, sure. and nobody would care. Well, if you're at you're at training camp, so you have to pay like arena like prices. Yeah. So again, I don't know. There's I don't I've never got a latte at an arena, but if a a white claws sixteen dollars, you know, and yes. it's usually about three or four bucks. Now I, I assume my latte is probably going to be you about you could straight up $18. have a barista out here and you could charge oh, whatever the kill. flip you wanted because the media would pay. I'm, I'm, oh my god! Imagine I the would. tips. I know. I, I, I might set up on. a little hot dog stand or something. Danny, but I would legit. I would legit get your Mile High Sports hot dogs here. I would, I would, um, I, I, I would legit probably just buy around. I would just be, I'd be, be like cool. I would be if if you had a hole in one. Like no, like we're down, like we're downtown. We're hanging on the rooftop at Tap 14 after yes. a Rockies game, and we've all had a few pops. <laughs> um, and suddenly you get a little liberal with yes, the credit card. Yes, next one's on me. And then the next morning, the wife's like, uh, "Why, here? why is there a $242 charge from the bar?" And you're like, "I don't know. Somebody must have taken my card." I don't know. The Rockies won. That's why, babe. Love uh, you. And then what you do is you, you, you're like, "Hold on, well, I'll, I'll get it taken care of." And then you just quietly send a payment to Chase before <laughs> she notices. Danny Bailey is producing the product. We hear music. Let's go to break. We'll come back. We're live from UC Health Training Center. Having some fun. It's been great, man. It's exciting. It's here. It is happening. We have a it's legit quarterback and a legit coach. Are you kidding me? I mean, this is spectacular. It is. Everything has changed. I don't need them to win three or four games in a row or to be you know, four and two to know that this team is going right? to be good. I already know it. I feel it. Yes. It's there. And I love that you're saying now, that. Now. It, it's happened. It, they're already to find out. We need to go find out if, like, James Palmer used to work at a Starbucks before he made it big. <laughs> well, for sure. You know, it's, when you have uh, looks like that. 
You know, he does, again, he doesn't need makeup. The guy looks so dang good. That James Palmer back on their side at Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Nice. My kind of music. Danny Bailey, we're live from UC Health Training Center. 303-831-1340, the hotline and the text line. Not really doing calls today, you know what I mean? You know, per se, kind of, you know, unless it's an emergency or something like that. Uh, But we'll take your text and we'll read some of those. Danny Bailey will catch us up on some of those here in a little bit. Training camp is, again, it's in full swing. I'm watching Patrick Sertan do like, uh, I don't know, like uh, 10 steps backward, backpedaling with a little turn to go up the field drill. Um, He looks great, man. He looked bigger. Patrick Sertan looks a little bit bigger in the upper body and just kind of, you know, thicker. Looks like a corner, man. Looks like a big, strong corner. Um, I think he has a chance to be pretty special. And I think superstarting, like I said, kind of comes quick. So if Patrick Sertan's going to be that superstar that some people have kind of painted him out to be, then we're going to see it this year. You know, Cody was talking about they're going to be moving him around the field. You can't really do that with everybody. I mean, uh, Mike Rice is kind of a legend. He's like getting that legendary kind of status here. Um, that job he does post-game, you know, that Lou from Littleton, Tom Anugian did for all those years. That's a five, six-hour show taking calls post-game where you've got a lot, a lot of people from all over kind of the region here in the country listening to that Broncos post-game show. I know Ryan Edwards was filling in, doing a little bit of that stuff. Why Mike Rice was not wanting to get, you know, vaccinated or any of that stuff. I don't know. that that, that, that true? Should I have not? Um, but whatevs. You know, <laughs> whatevs. Whatever your thing is, is all good. And he's here now. So obviously worked out. Um but uh, he's a really good dude, actually. A lot of the guys are, are good dudes, you know. Um, it's like the same media guys forever, but also there's like this young brigade of new kind of young media guys. Um, I was telling Anello, like, or I was telling Cody Anello that when I was here for the Denver Daily News, it was 2002. The Denver Daily News? I, you never heard of it? That's kind of mean. Well, you were a fetus, though. That's why. Oh, you moved to 2012. Well, that's the, it, it was dead in 2011 was the last issue publicated. But, um, man, I was like barely, you know, a, a college student who had done nothing. I, I was doing stuff. I was doing stuff for anyone who would give me like a byline. I was hustling hard. And the Denver Daily News was like a cool, cool little free paper. They published like 40 or 50,000 printed all those papers, man. And the website was growing pretty good. There's the owner was just in California and that's it. But like the chance and the opportunity for me to like be here. When I was like a kid, I shouldn't have been here. Jim Sakamoto, I don't even know like how he uh, allowed me and let me to, you know, uh, to be in here. But, you know, I don't take it for granted. You know, some guys are like, this is my number this amount, but, you know, of camp. Um, camp was different the last couple of years. We didn't do the show here last year. I mean, um, things were different. And again, like like Eric's not doing a show here because why would he? He's doing the afternoon show. So you have to be at it's got to work out for you. So I don't take this kind of stuff for granted for one being out and having the opportunity to do it and two you know being in this media game where i'm seeing all these young dudes like anillo replacing all of these old dudes who you know you know i see a couple guys might be their last couple camps here you know what i mean to be honest with you so yeah i'm not trying to be a hater or dog anybody but it's just i feel very lucky to be here um and that's it so uh, it's really cool for i get guys like anillo 
um, and you know Zach, young guys um, who are on the come up, who are talented, are going to be doing this kind of stuff for a long time. Yeah, you know, you could see it how exciting it is for them to kind of be here. We're we're right here behind the scenes, man. It's like you couldn't be more entrenched, involved. It's like. I might have to catch a pass or something here. The corner of the end zone is about 20 feet from me, like the corner of the end zone. It's just right, 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 right here. So, you know, I might have to make a play here or do something. And if I do, it'll be for the team. If I stand out and, you know, you want to have a look at me, that's cool. I do have some eligibility left. Um, and ooh, look at Justin Simmons. What a pro. Best safety in the league, right? I don't know who's going to tell me other otherwise. Who's going to tell me that Justin Simmons isn't the best safety in the league, you know? So um, you got to have more than that, though. I don't want my best defensive player to be a safety necessarily, but if that's the case, I want um, him to be a damn freaking good one. And he is, man. He's a total stud. So um, we'll do some text here. Danny Bailey can give us some text to read. I'm looking for uh, – I see Jerry Judy out there make a little catch, you know, looks good. They say he's got like the greatest footwork since Michael Jackson. I mean, I gotta, that's gotta, tra- you know, that's gotta tran- translate into production for the guy. It's a huge season for Jerry Judy. I haven't quite yet thrown in the towel on him being a star yet or a superstar. But if it doesn't happen this year, then it's, you know, then I'm probably done with that notion. If he's a 60 catch guy this year for, you know, four or five touchdowns and we got, um, you know, he's one of four receivers who catches 65 or 70 balls. I mean, that might, that might make for great production, but that's not going to make for a monster contract for Jerry Judy here at the end of this year. So um, it's like what it is. You know, you can't be – all the pieces together have, you know, brought us here to this point. So if, you know, again, it, say Tim Patrick emerges and becomes – one of the, you know, 15 or 20 best receivers in the league. I think that could very well happen. Why have, you know, who, who, who's going to tell me it's not going to happen. It's going to be the guys who said, Oh, he was drafted nowhere. He's kind of done nothing. And to me, he's been held back because Cortland Sutton was a second round pick who, um, they've, um, are invested in. They want to make it work. He's had a ton of production already. Jerry, Judy's a first round pick. They are super duper highly invested in the guy. So, I mean, that's, you know, the guys that they want to come on and see have their most kind of success. But that has changed this offseason as Tim Patrick has earned that new contract to put him like finally an even level kind of footing and playing field as these other guys, at least in the eyes of his own front office, his own bosses. So I just think I like that there's some guys who are, um, who, Oja Moutier, right? Who Cody says has a chance to, you know, have to be a good player on this team. Well, maybe he will be. I want to see what players from the Fangio era become good players or even great players in, you know, Coach Hackett's regime. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's that's the kind of stuff that's exciting to me. And that's the kind of stuff, the questions that, ha- well, you know, will have to be ultimately answered. And it's going to play itself out. There's going to be two or three or four guys no one's ever heard of who by the end of camp, we're going to be thinking they're going to be great players on this team and difference makers on this team. You know, a couple, of, you know, like Sunshines. Remember Sunshine? You know, we may never hear from the guy again, but there'll be a couple guys who will, you know, break out, emerge. And but when it's all said and done... You know, contribute to what we think are going to be a 11 or 12 win team. I got Cody for, I got mad at Cody for saying they're going to be a 10 win team. I said, have some balls. 
Grow, grow pair. Because if you see and think they're going to be a 10-win team, you're looking good over there. Look at Patrick Sertan. Number two. We don't have a number one? Do we not have a number one right now? Well, other than you and me, Derry Bailey. <laughs> Quite frankly, nobody does it better, guys. It's no slogans. No slogans. Just great Just radio. Great camp coverage. Yours work, too. So they're throwing balls right here into the corner of the end zone. One almost rolled up to us. Patrick Sertan, let's go. Just ran right up to me. One foot. Could have given him a high five. Should have done it. Should have asked him for his gloves. But I don't want to get kicked out of here. All right, Danny Bailey is uh, in the studio. I am Danny Williams. We're live from UC Health Training Center. We're back on the other side. It's Miley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. In the corner of the end zone would be picks, I guess, man. Uh, our guy Kenny Chavez here, working for the Broncos, drives by right here, man. He's been here forever, went to high school with him. A great guy, climbing the ranks here um, for the Broncos over all of these years. A lot of good people the Broncos have working for them. They're pretty good, man. They got the right people. They got people who are loyal to them. They got people who are, man, they're cutthroat. They're strictly business. They got a lot of professionals. And that's why the Broncos are ran in a certain way and operate in a certain way in a certain fashion i mean you know this is big business this is billion dollar you know corporate business so why wouldn't it be but you know these handlers not just the people who are dealing with us not you know the people who are dealing with with everything you know they they're total pros they got good people here so we got what it looks like um uh, what are they doing here lining up here talking getting some work in on the field here a little bit of talking right now stuff Danny, I'm joining you. Yes. How are you, Zach? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, Zach. Buddy. I'm excited to watch this team session. Yeah. Oh, like they're about too. to go at each other. We have about seven minutes left worth of show. This is what everyone's kind of maybe waiting for a little bit. Um, you got it for one. You know, there's fans here on that hill, Zach. So they're going to put on a little bit of a show. Give them, you know, they're going to give the people a little bit of, um, you know, action. Oh, yeah. I love hearing the uh, cheers from the crowd on all the Russell Wilson deep passes that we're getting hauled in for touchdowns in that last practice segment. Yeah. Uh, every time Russell Wilson hit a touchdown, you could hear the crowd erupt. And I think that's going to be well, a how common did he look? Theme, Describe it. What was happening? Tell people. Uh, the one that really stood out to me is we had a. Uh, uh, Corlin Sutton running uh, a nine route, it looked like to me, just a basic, simple go. And Russell Wilson just teardropped it right in, uh, 40 yards downfield, caught a touchdown right in front of the fans. And the berm uh, was quick to erupt uh, <laughs> with cheers, which I think, again, is going to be a, a common theme throughout camp, just like then throughout the season, just the excitement level of the fans well, being so higher because there's something worth being excited about. You know, you're a numbers guy in a lot of ways, or at least, you know, you're. That I am. You know, you put in that proper research. 
You know that Russell Wilson throws about as pretty as a deep ball and as accurate of a deep ball as anybody in the NFL. The numbers prove that with the down the field connections over the last five or six years, um, you know, the the attempts. And, and you know what? He does that in offenses where he doesn't throw the ball 40 times or 45 times a game. So that even makes it more kind of uh, special, to be honest with you. Makes those numbers, you know, more unique. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think it... It, it makes them special, and it's just – it's exciting to see. I've heard stories about the Tebow years and, of course, the uh, Manning years, and now it, it's exciting to finally get to experience for myself, especially on the media end. Uh, Wilson just scrambled and found Javante on a check down, and Javante took it Ooh. for a good <laughs> extra 15, 20 yards. That's your guy, Javante that Williams. That's my guy, Javante Williams. Well, he's our guy. He's all of our guys. I can't just keep it from me. I, you're right. I did discover him from nowhere. And uh, no one had ever heard of him uh, except for me. But he, the guy looks good, man. He just looks, man. He's like he's like Javante doesn't look like like Derrick Henry, but it's weird. He runs the ball like freaking Den- Derrick Henry. He is a force of nature, and you know, he's he's nimble. But he doesn't look like a receiver like ooh. Alvin Kamara. You know what I mean? Kamara kind of look, he's thick, but looks kind of like he could be a slot receiver in a lot of ways. Yes. Javante's just built a little bit different. He's like, um, you if, know, the comparison I'm going with for Javante, Marshawn Lynch. I like with the Russell Wilson thing. That's and a I really think it works good comp. When you look at the uh, his ability yeah. after contact, and I think he's a little bit better of a receiver than Marshawn yes. was. Oh, a lot um, better. Uh, when you look at his uh, the metrics that measure how running backs perform through contact, uh, they're very generous to Javante, and, and it's a lot of stuff like best since Marshawn Lynch was in yeah, the league. Yeah, so I like I, that. Ooh, I like he, that. He's one I like to uh, eye there. Ooh, Demarie Crockett just did a job. Okay, nice job okay. finding the cutback lane for a good game. There we go. Who's this guy? Who's Crockett? Tell me a little bit about him. He's a uh, uh, second-year guy uh, from— Did great. Did great in training camp last year. Was one yeah. of my training camp darlings last year. Hung around on the practice squad. Saw a little bit of action last year when the running back room got injured. I think the scheme change might hurt him in favor of Tyreek McAllister, number 39, who's another depth running back, but— if uh, Crockett keeps having reps like that, he'll he'll stay ahead of McAllister and maybe be the practice squad running back. We have like four minutes left. Danny Bailey, will you give us a couple of texts, please? And thank you. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I got the first one here. You guys get to have all the fun. I know Bronco Billy is predicting 17-0. and 0. What a guy. I hope you have your sunscreen. Ciao, Paisan. Damn, that Russell Wilson shirt that that guy has on is really cool. I want one. It's a Nike Russell Wilson logo shirt. It's like... Um, it has buttons, but it has no collar, but it's a dry fit. It's really cool. You can wear that anywhere. I want it. I want one of those. Okay, here's Jerry good. Judy. It's Jerry Judy right here, okay? You know, yeah, he um, just got overthrown, I believe, look, look, by Rip. He's talking to Russell. He just gave him a couple little flickers, doing a little catchy thing here, just off to the side, the two of them. Just talk, probably find a way to, you know, make right what went wrong there and a little miss, but... You know, give the defensive guys some freaking credit, too. I mean, for real. What else, Danny Bailey? Uh, I think you should consider a fantasy football question in a conversation with any player. You may get an interesting response and not just talking points. I would disagree. with That's from F. Lewis. I would disagree because I think players, oh, players hate, hate fantasy football. You look players hate listen, nothing more if than you your do, fantasy team. You look like an ass clown if you say stuff like that a little bit. You know, you come, because like, again, these guys, that's these, how you get this, dunked on. Yeah, that's how you, yeah, that is. That's, how, that's not a good look. It's just like the time is precious. It's like, what, what did Bryce Harper say? That's a clown question, bro. So, they just don't, honestly, like athletes just don't care. They don't care about your Is that Russell in right now? 
That. Oh, cut back. Can't Melvin see, Gordon, that was he's Wilson a problem. with a handoff. Yeah. Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon is a bona fide professional. Don't sleep on him. Anyone? Uh, any? You want to do one more for us? Two more? You got a couple good ones for us, Danny Bailey? Yeah, I got one more. I got one from Noit right here. Uh, he said, "Crowd will be bigger in a few days when they put pads on and go full contact." Uh, people realize how boring these first few days are. I expect a huge crowd this weekend. So thanks, Noit. That's you. He hit it right on the head. There's a little something to, um, you know, amateur hour and people thinking how difficult it'll be in the first days to get out here. There's something to that. Um, the numbers will increase as we get probably a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The numbers will be bonkers. You'll see that hill pretty full. I mean, there's a lot of people here. It's just not, you know, Peyton Manning. Um, you know, we're about to win a championship almost immediately type of, you know, I mean, again, did, let me ask you this, Zach, for the people who, you know, the Tim Tebow crowds. And the Peyton Manning crowds were full to the brim. Yeah. Is it to the status of Russell Wilson being one little clout tier below the greatness of, you know, the 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 uh, controversial, you know, controversialness of Tebow and the greatness of of um, Peyton Manning that equals, you know, to Russell Wilson's a star, but he's not a star like those other guys type of stuff. Is there something to that? I, I think there is, honestly. I, I really Ooh. I, I don't know. It's weird. I'm surprised it's not full to the gills. I think some of that might be limiting parking. Um, maybe just how hot it's been this summer. You thought People it would be opening day out. packed to the gills. I think you got you guys I, I watch when we're here on Friday. Saturday and, and Friday Saturday. Are be insane. I think it's gonna be a bit bonkers on those days. And that's just kind of what it is. It's midweek. It's Wednesday. You know, um, is training camp something you miss work for when you know you can get it in on, you know, when you know you can get here on Saturday or on Sunday and you know you have a couple few weeks to kind of get here? Um, we have like less than a minute left, Zach. One more little thing. I said that again. So I, I want you. You're going to be here tomorrow, right? Yes. I have a little notebook of some notes from my first training camp here in 2002. Ooh, I'll take it from I you. want to show you these notes because you'll appreciate it and you'll love this little notebook. I'd I love it. I'd and, love to see what was and happening. And I, I said I'm excited for like the guys like you and Anilo who, you know, your young guys who are doing, you know, work that older guys would kill to, that anyone would kill to do. And well, you guys are you, making Danny. the most of it. And you're a really good dude. And I appreciate it, man. Appreciate so. you. Man. Yeah. And I'm glad we have you here uh, covering all this for us live. Thanks, buddy. Providing Appreciate the it. people with the, the gospel. Well, I'm a man of the people. So um, that's the show's kind of over here. So, Danny Bailey, you're doing a hard job back there and you're not here when everyone's having fun. So we really appreciate you big time. Um, the great Mike Kliss walking in here. I got to talk to this guy about something real quick. And then we uh, that's it. So we'll be back tomorrow. Same same time, man. And the same action and satisfaction we're going to get from the Broncos being live here. The official start of the season is here. I'm hyped for it. I'm excited for it. And I hope you guys are, too. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Happy